0: Hi, I'm Blake Repine, and welcome to Strategy, Leadership, and Impact. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Strategy, Leadership, and Impact. Again, I'm your host, Blake Repine. Uh, Once again, thank you so much for all the support that you've been giving the podcast over the last few months, well, almost six months now. Here we are coming into our 14th episode, so... Been very, very impressed with how well the, the podcast has been doing and the uptake that it, it's received in the audience and, and everything. Like I said just just couldn't be more happier. And again, thank you very much for that. So, on to this week's subject. What I really want to talk about is, and this has actually been something that has come up quite a few times recently. So, it seems to be a hot topic, particularly in my current environment. And, it, you know, how can you be the best leader that you can be? And one of the ways you can be a great leader is to put resources, put time, put effort into the people that you lead. And sometimes it's not about activities external to your group. It's all about the activities that are internal to your group that you lead. Now, telling someone to do things and they do it is not leadership just because people are compliant to what you ask them to do or because people are obedient doesn't mean that you're leading them. It just means that you're telling them what to do. Some people might say that's the management part of it. So how do you do that? So how do you support your people? The one of the things is giving them opportunities for development. And this doesn't necessarily mean paid development activities such as you know conferences. I'm not sure a lot of conferences how much development there is in those because a lot of them are very much focused on a commercial aspect and just trying to raise money. But what what kind of opportunities are you giving them for development? Like I said sometimes. Budgets are constrained and things like that, and you can't actually send them away to receive training. What can you do internally that helps develop them? Think about some of the books you've read on leadership that actually maybe you learned something from. Have you shared those with your team? Have you shared your experience with your your team? Not only that, you can also develop them further by providing that experience. What higher level experience have you been giving them the opportunities for in order to develop strategic thinking or to think about things at a higher level or outside the level that they're currently working at? Or, you know, there's experience that might pull them a little bit. For example, if you have a, a human resources manager, how much finance background do they have? How much finance training do they have? Have you had them sit with the finance team and learn what goes into a P&L? What goes into a balance sheet? How, what, how does all that work? Or vice versa, have you allowed your CFO or your finance team to, to sit with human resources and, and learn what they do or sit with the marketing team or you know, a little bit of sharing of information across the team to give your people a more broad level understanding of how things work within the organization? A lot of big corporations actually have the luxury of being able to move people around. You know, Every three to five years or so, they'll, they'll move someone as part of their talent management or, or professional development program. But in smaller organizations, you don't necessarily have that ability to do that, but you can do it in small little chunks, you know, a day or a week or whatever it might be. Also work with partner organizations and potentially look at employee exchange programs or setting up something like that on a a small scale. You'd be surprised how many organizations would be open to that in order to develop their people. You know, maybe it's a month that you do that for. Also look at the task you're doing and what can you delegate instead of holding all all those tasks within your own portfolio? What can you delegate? Not in order to make things easier for you, but in order to challenge people. Remember, you can always delegate authority, but you can't delegate responsibility. At the end of the day, you're still responsible for those tasks. Matter of fact, you're responsible for everything anybody does that works below you or within your umbrella. But what are you delegating down in order to challenge them? And again, maybe give them a different perspective around the organization. At the end of the day, some of the best things you can do is just listen to your people and support them whenever they bring ideas whenever they bring objections whatever might be positive negative whatever are you listening to them and actually taking that on board and responding appropriately not shutting them down but you know actually engaging with them on that and then whenever they do bring ideas or even negative things and you're engaging with them and you see merit in that, how are you supporting them? Are you actually backing them whenever they you know are bringing up something that might be negative that you agree with as well? Are you backing them whenever they have a big project they want to implement across the organization? Too many times you see that they don't receive the backing. You, know, you might give them the head nod and say, yeah, go ahead and do that. Or yeah, I agree. Let's not do that. But then you don't back them. And that's where you can actually lend your own authority to help develop them. Back them. Let them put themselves out there. Let them actually try whatever it is they want to try. Work with them through the process. If they fail, again, you learn. You know, we don't fail, we learn. Typically, the failures aren't going to be so catastrophic that it's going to destroy the company. If you have a great team around you, it's highly, un- you know, even if you do fail, it's very likely that you'll minimize the impact of any failure. And typically, it's not a full-fledged failure. It's just a roadblock or a setback and something typically that you can work around. And if you have the right team and you're developing your people and getting Getting them thinking about these things and how do you get around roadblocks? How do you recover from setbacks? How do you develop that resilient organization and working with them? As you do this, and your people do develop and they start thinking strategically and they start being able to accomplish more and they have this positive attitude and you know they're accomplishing things and they're going to want more and they're hungry for that growth. Realize that you're standing in their way. And what I mean by that is when you look at upward mobility of staff, typically you're standing in the people that work directly below you's path in order for them to to grow in their career. When that happens, don't be upset when they come and talk to you and say, I want more. Actually work with them and say, look, you're probably going to have to leave the organization again. If you're in a large multinational organization with tens of thousands of employees, you can probably find an opportunity. However, if you're in a small organization or even a medium-sized organization, you probably don't have opportunities like that for them. And so you just recognize that they might have to leave in order to continue growing. Let it be on good terms when they do leave. Don't ever hold someone back because they're so valuable in the position that they're in currently or the you know what they're doing is so valuable to the organization that you can't promote them. I've seen that happen time and again, and, and some of you probably have too. And that is a horrible, horrible way to treat someone, and that is poor leadership. And again, you know you might have heard the saying, all the good people work somewhere else. Well, here's a good indication. If you have headhunters trying to headhunt your people left, right, and center, then that's a good indication that all the good people work for you and you've done a great job in developing them. The even better key metric there is if they're staying. Then you've engaged them. You know, your employee retention is high. You're doing a great job. But then also, again, recognize out of respect for that individual who's put in the work, who's actually done what they need to do, done what you've asked them to do in order to develop themselves. Sometimes you got to let them go. And like I said, if it's on a positive note, one day they might come back to replace you. One day they might come back to be your boss. You never know. But if you leave on a good note and maintain a strong relationship, you're just building your network. You're keeping your network strong. Then one day they might reciprocate and help you with something else people will appreciate that. You put time, effort, and energy into people and they appreciate that and they will work harder for you. You'll actually see them developing more. You'll see them taking on more. It's amazing the things that you can accomplish. So, and that's my challenge to you. If you are leading people or supposed to be leading people, what are you doing for them? What are you doing to make them better? What are you doing to prop them up? So just think about that. The next time you're working with your people, think, how can I make them better? What can I do to add value to what they're doing? Because by adding value to them, you're going to add value to yourself. Again, thank you very much. And I'll talk to you again soon.